0: Good evening, Chatterboxers. We are back for yet another episode of your favorite podcast, which is what again? Oh, right, 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 right. Sorry, it's this one, this one right here. <laughs> I am. You're at least one of your hostesses, Suzanne from suzannedecree.com, and of course, with me, the most lovely, the most talented, Ms. Liz Tapia, the Dark Angel from darkbeautymusic.com. What an incredible intro!
1: Thank you, Suzanne.
0: Oh, what you're great- so welcome.
1: <laughs> what a great co host you are. Oh, it's so much fun to do this podcast with you, and uh, yeah, we have a really interesting topic tonight. So. We do. Let's get I to- forget what it was. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that was the last episode. My bad. Yeah, we're, we're backpedaling here.
0: <laughs> we're backpedaling. So, have you ever been poised on greatness, on the verge of doing something miraculous? And then you thought to yourself, oh my God, it's all going to crash and burn. And then you stop the greatness in its tracks?
1: Oh, no. Yeah, this does not sound good. It I mean, it's generally not. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine the uh the horror stories that we're going to get into here.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, we're doing ghost stories again? Oh, no, wait, sorry. Uh we're doing <laughs> real life episode. horror. That's next episode. So, I don't know uh how many of you are familiar with the story, but let me give you a brief recap. Uh, About three years ago, when I had turned 47, uh, just after I had turned 47, actually, we started planning on the whole recording of House of Gregory. Um, To say that a lot of things went wrong is the greatest understatement since Noah called the Weather Bureau and got a forecast of light showers overnight. (laughs)
1: Oh, no. I'm afraid of where this is going.
0: So fast forward three years.
1: um,
0: Things are now on track. Things are now gloriously on track, but there's also a lot of hesitation on my part and it's hesitation based on fears of what, What were the irrational fears, the actual phobias, the, the, well, this happened before. So obviously this is going to happen again, kind of things. So there's a lot of that in, I think in an artist's mind, because we are just so darn creative that we tend to create things that don't actually exist (laughs) like problems, for example.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> like like we don't have enough daily struggles in life trying to balance the job and the the family and the the art and the 50 billion projects that we talked about in the last episode and I think we each picked up like four more in that interim. But we don't have enough of that so we fabricate we we have this problem living in the moment. And we fabricate issues that haven't yet shown up. So you're working on this amazing heavy metal opera, and all of a sudden this random thought goes through your head that goes, but, but what if everyone hates it? Or but what if I can't get the, the singer that I want? Or what if something else happens you know what if something else goes wrong and you and you can't complete the opera or or it doesn't what if what if i can't find a place to put on the opera after i work and your brain starts spinning things that haven't even happened yet that may not happen but are totally locking the brakes on whatever you are trying to accomplish For me, it is the the possibility of repeating past mistakes. So one of the things that happened early on in the House of Gregory project was that there were a few people involved who promised that they would have certain things done at certain times in order to keep the project rolling. They did not deliver as promised. Okay. I know, right? Shocked faces all around. (laughs) <laughs> but one of the things that has happened recently is my new singer mel has uh melissa actually has run into a little stutter step with one of the songs apparently my songs are difficult to sing <laughs> who knew
1: who knew this
0: not me because i don't sing um
1: <laughs> i guess is, it's, is there a chance for her to breathe anywhere <laughs>
0: I did, you know, I think there are plenty of chances for her to breathe,
1: just not where she. Right
0: bef- right before the song. And Definitely the right after the song, <laughs> and then there are those oh two bars in the middle of the song. <laughs> That's it. That's all the
1: breath she gets.
0: I mean, but come on, come on! It's only a 17-minute song. Yeah. <laughs> 17 how much breathing minutes. do you need to be? How much breathing do you need to have in a 17-minute uh. song?
1: Well, listen, if she can handle doing that song and not breathe, I want to see what she can do underwater.
0: Well, I mean, to be fair, she's handled eight of my songs so far, so she
1: can't be far off from that, right? This is true. I'm sure she's doing an incredible job. She actually is. Your your, your briefs. Your briefs. (laughs) There you go.
0: (laughs) And yes, ladies and gentlemen, here we are, Englishing again. We're Englishing. Your here brief. on chatterbox so um but obviously when she was running into into some issues with this song my first reaction even though she had literally delivered eight other songs ahead of schedule ahead of schedule not even on time ahead of schedule so even though she had delivered eight other songs ahead of schedule my brain goes to but oh, they should have it by now but oh my god but, but it's not going to get done now, but, but <laughs> because this is my past experience. So my brain starts spinning all kinds of crazy stuff out, out of the gate. And, and, you know, uh, the, the world is being attacked by monsters, uh, war, famine, pestilence, and death are riding down the street on their horses. You know, my brain is spinning these out of control stories about Oh my God, this is it. It's going to tank right now. It's going to tank right now. And then I stopped to think uh, somewhat rationally because as you all know, I am the guitarist. There's not a lot of rational thought going on in the brain of a guitarist. Um,
1: So I'm going to say that too loud.
0: (laughs) Oh, just because your husband's a lawyer (laughs) and a guitarist. Um, but my brain's spinning all of these crazy things. And then, you know, usually, usually I hear from Melissa within a couple of hours of sending her a message. And of course, since she's having trouble working on the song, there were a few delays in her getting back to me. And of course, what does my brain do? It just freaks out all over again. And then I stopped to think for a minute and I'm like, wait, I have some vocal tracks for this. Why, why? Why can't I just ship her the vocal tracks and see if that helps her? So that's what we ended up doing. So when you when you take a minute, when you step back and calm yourself down, you can reason through them. Um, but that irrational fear is still there. It's still that that monster that surfaces, that pops up and says, "But." we could have a second flood like back in noah's time you know (laughs) i'm
1: sure that's the voice it uses too. i mean it is my brain we're talking about this is true and there's a lot that happens up there
0: (laughs) there is my mind is a scary place to live that's why i I go out as often as i (laughs) can
1: that's why i try to do some cleaning
0: (laughs) yeah that didn't work so well
1: Well, you know, do you think part of it is because you don't have the album finished? And I'm guessing when you don't have the finished product on anything yet, right? Because you're still working on the full album. You don't really have... Well,
0: that is true. But,
1: you know, again, trying to look at it
0: logically. I have one more set of vocal tracks. And I'm actually bringing in one of my my friends who does uh, the screamy, growly things. The screamy growly vocals in to do uh, Patrick McElravy. Actually, I'm bringing him in to do the uh, the growls on one of the songs, just Mm -hmm. like in the middle during the reggae breakdown. Because of course you need a reggae breakdown in the middle of a metal tune. Duh.
1: Well, of course. I mean, doesn't everybody know that?
0: They do. You know what they don't know (laughs) though—that it's time for a commercial break.
1: Yes, Chatterbox. Woo! Woo-hoo. Chatterbox
0: commercials, here we
1: come! All right, and we'll be right back.
2: Ladies, it's time to upgrade your dating life. But oh no! You spend all of your time at home playing card games with your nerdy friends. Game over. Well now, you can add the excitement of Cards Against Humanity and Pokemon into your dating life with the new card game, Dungeons & Dating. Yay! Yay! Just pick two cards from each pile to create your next date.
1: The looks of Orlando Bloom and personality of John Wayne.
2: You win!
1: The looks of Meatloaf and the singing voice of Johnny Depp?
2: (laughs) Play a time machine card to go back in time.
1: The looks of Sean Connery. In 1975?
2: Play a second-chance card to draw again, but be careful.
1: The personality of Sean Penn? (laughs) No!
2: And finally, let the bonus round pick your date. Take Mel Gibson to a bar mitzvah, Will Ferrell to the opera, or...
1: Brad Pitt to Chuck E. Cheese.
2: Yes, ladies, Dungeons & Dating, the card game where you always win.
0: And we are back, Chatterboxers. We are discussing life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. What a great conversation. It is. Good talk. Moving on. Okay. Have... So... Oh,
1: my God. All right.
0: I don't know who has more fun, us doing the podcast Ugh. or you guys listening to the podcast.
1: Listen, you just have to laugh sometimes. I mean, I don't know. It's all So good. I think so we're, we're laughing with us or maybe we're at us. <laughs> I don't know which one, but.
0: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we're laughing at us too, so yes, we won't notice.
1: Right. That's right.
0: So we are back here talking about those, those tales that your brain spins to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Hmm. I hate my brain sometimes, but uh, we're it's sitting here. Uh, it's it's very messy up there. So we're recounting some of the tales from from early on, or some of the low lights, if you will, from early hmm. on in the House of Gregory project, and how things are not. They, they they did not start out smoothly. So of course I'm very much leery of any even the tiniest hiccups now the reason this is funny is i used to actually do project management i don't know if you knew this there might be something liz tapia does not know about me ladies and gentlemen oh my
1: goodness and i thought i knew it all
0: i used to actually be a project manager for construction companies in new york city
1: oh i did not know
0: that so my entire my entire career in the in the four years i lived in new york was based on predicting actual disasters and trying to avoid them while getting more money off of the client. Oh,
1: wow.
0: Right. The reasons I'm not in construction (laughs) anymore. So my brain was very good with coming up with things. (laughs) Um, But when you have a run where in two years or two and a half years, or maybe even almost three years, you've, you've gotten. And for those of you who don't remember, for those of you who weren't with us, the original concept was to, I had written 19 songs for house of Gregory because of course I did. Um, And we had the idea to split that into four EPs instead of two actual albums. So the first EP of, uh, four or five songs. I can't remember what the first EP was. Four or five songs. I think it was four. Uh, was supposed to be done. I don't know. I was told that it could be done by like October, and two years or a, a year after that, a year after the initial recording, I got one song. So now that whole time, you know, that whole year, I'm looking forward to this album coming out. I'm looking forward to getting this done. And I'm trying to prepare. I'm trying to do the social media run-up. I'm trying to kind of, you know, get everybody excited. And at one point, I did have a lot of people excited about the album. And then after, you know, a year or two years or whatever of not ever getting a product, it's like I am so gun-shy right now. I've got several friends uh, who are to put it politely, up my bum, <laughs> mm. <laughs> to start to start moving on this project and start, you know, putting the word out on the project. And uh, no, none of them are named Emily Plazic, Liz Tapia, or Johnnelly Machica. None of them. Not <laughs> one of them has those names. Um, so I have several friends that are up my, you know, proverbial rear end. Actually, not uh, proverbial, but to to start pushing the album because it's literally almost done. We have like two, we have one song to get vocals done and literally one bridge section of a kind of demon growl vocal to do. And then the first half of the album is done that we started recording it late in late September. So late September to February, let's call it February got a full album, got nine songs, right? Even even if it runs till the end of February, we have nine songs versus the years, two, two and a half years before that, where I got one song and one preliminary instrumental mix. So I'm really gun shy to start doing the promo for this again, because I'd already started doing the promo. So my brain is coming up with all of these, you know, lizard brain kicks in, And lizard brain goes, but you don't have those vocals yet. Do you? Do you know if you will ever get those vocals? You know, do you know if you will actually get somebody back into the studio to do that little bridge section? Do you know? You know, so so your does all of these crazy things and it comes up with all of these crazy scenarios. You know, 16-ton weights falling out of the sky uh you know weird stuff it's just weird stuff so it's really hard to push forward and say oh hey guess what it's it's really going to work out and i am most likely going to have all of this done all of the recording by the end of february and then we move on to mixing and mastering and then i have a thing it's yeah, but- so hard for my brain to comprehend that within the next couple of months i have a thing
1: yeah but i think that The reason why your brain is sort of kind of pinging you with that is not necessarily incorrect because, you know, part of me says that you probably should wait till you have it finished and it's in the, you know, mixing process before you really start pushing it like crazy. So, I mean, I don't know, I don't have the exact time of when you should start talking about an album and there's a million things out there, articles and blogs about timing of, you know, talking about it and really true, but there, it
0: but there are, but there are steps to getting out there. There are steps that I can be taking. So for example, uh, I will totally cop to being, okay. So this is, this is one of the things that my lizard brain did, which is actually kind of really funny. I have been going uh, and I, I, I believe I've mentioned Emily on the, on the uh, Emily from, I believe I've mentioned Emily from Mike Pittsburgh uh, before dot com. Um, she's giving me this whole list of things that should be done before I even get ready to promo the album. And one of those is like a band bio slash EPK. And that is electronic press kit for those of you who don't, who don't know. Um, now for my, my brain literally like, Emily has told me probably 5,954 times, give or take one or two, um, that, you know, go ahead and write your bio. As soon as I get the bio, I'll edit it, I'll polish it up, and I'll get it back to you. My brain cannot grab that. Like, it's just been recently that my brain grasped that and that my brain actually let me remember that I was supposed to do that because they just kept saying, oh, we're waiting for Emily on that like my brain just totally disconnected from the words that actually came out of her mouth and what was supposed to happen. It's just like my brain took it and went, so I'm going to create this alternate reality yeah, where what I heard doesn't matter. And this is what we're going to think.
1: Mm. So, <laughs> Talk about a disconnect there.
0: Right. Right. Um, and I have, uh, so I don't have the EPK done. I don't have the EPK page on the website yet. Um, Raina Paley is actually working on my album art. Um, there are some things like I have some merch, like uh, revamped, uh, revamped t-shirts and things that I haven't gone and really harassed my t-shirt guy for. Um, because it's a local guy. Cause I, I really believe in supporting local. So there are things that I can be doing that, that move toward that. I mean, there are some people that think I should be posting on the social medias and the Facebooks and, and the Twitters and things. No, I mean, of course I should be. So, you know, there are things that I could be doing that move toward that, that, I have literally frozen myself in my tracks on because something may go wrong yet that, that that I may have another year long or two year gap or something before I get a product that I can do something with.
1: Well, I mean, it sounds like you're on the right track with working in the studio that you're working with right now. So, it sounds like you, can, you have some reliability here. So it's not like you don't have anything to pull from. So I think it would be safe for you to be able to sort of do like a, a teaser to the teaser even. You know, just to sort of start talking about it, but not be so crazy with promoting it just yet. But start getting it out there little by little. And let that be okay in your mind. You know, your and that is, freak that, out
0: about that. Oh, my brain, is, my brain excels at freaking out. Have you met my brain?
1: I have met your brain.
0: Yes, my brain excels at freaking out.
1: Well, but you've had so many things happen in the past. I mean, it's just, it's coming from those experiences. So it's not like you're just pulling this, you know, from nowhere. I mean, you do have a reason to be a little bit hesitant. But at the same time, I think you're working with a really good studio. And I think it's okay for you to go ahead and try to start doing these little promos, just start talking about it a little bit. And then you'll see the ball will start rolling. And then before you know it, you'll be promoting and you'll have your your timeline and especially on your whiteboard, because I know that whiteboard is, is going to be filled. Be
0: I know. I just cleaned off my whiteboard do. so I can write new stuff on. Do you exactly. believe I have not actually put my whiteboard up since I've moved into the new house? It's so weird. I found the whiteboard today and I'm like, Oh, this is my whiteboard.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs)
1: It needs to have its own home. It does. And I don't know where that is because Preferably somewhere where you're going to see it.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's just crazy talk.
1: Well, you know, I
0: mean. I mean, have you met me? Do I do things that make sense? No. We just talked for an hour about how my brain finds (laughs) things that haven't existed yet to create problems about. (sighs) Oh, and with that. My brain is going to go create more problems. But in order to do so, I have to shut my mouth, which means we will see you next time.
1: Oh, my goodness. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode on irrational fears. And again, if you have irrational fears, let us know, post, comment. We want to hear from you guys. Let us know that you're listening. And again, please visit chatterboxrocks.com. Once again, chatterboxrocks.com. We will see you at the next episode. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Have a great day or good night. Bye bye. Bye bye.